too close, Pete. No. Too hard. Like, try it again. Oh. <laughs> Hello, Kitty. Nope. No, like no, that. stop, rewind. Don't do that. Hello. <laughs> so you heard it, you heard it this time. Uh... Uh, Hello oh, Kitty, as in like the cute Japanese character Hello yeah, Kitty? Yeah, as in the thing that Zach was going to talk oh, about. Right. Oh, right. Oh, my God. That's dude. different. There is, there, all right, so there's a. I there's thought an you SNL were doing skit. something different. Okay. There's an <laughs> SNL skit. I think, I think it's Kiki Palmer who is the guest on that episode. And it's a bunch of employees that are going to work uh, f- for the Hello Kitty store in New York. And they're like, you know, at orientation or whatever. And the employees are being briefed on like just true facts about Hello Kitty. And so, you know, one of the things is that she's like an actual little girl, not a kitten. That is correct. Like she's a human, a human girl. Yes. Her name is Kitty. uh, yeah, 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 yeah. And she is in the third grade. Uh, but like she was born in like 1970 something. So she's like 46 years old and she has a boyfriend who is an actual cat. Okay. And so that looks like a human. Well, it looks like a cat, but uh, it, it, it looks just like Hello Kitty, but apparently he's an actual cat. She's a human girl. (laughs) it's the most ridiculous shit and the employees who are getting this orientation are like this is ridiculous and like you mean to tell me that Hello Kitty is a 46 year old third grader (laughs) who's clapping cheeks with a cat no Jimmy (laughs) (laughs) it's just fucking hilarious dude it's so funny wow the 46 year old third grader clapping cheeks with a cat no Jimmy (laughs) <laughs> and, and, I mean, it's good. that's the best line in the whole skit. Wow. Hilarious. Wow. Um, I think that's the peak of tonight's banter. Um, <laughs> Follow that up, motherfucker. But, sir, it has just begun. Anytime uh, I hear a condom referred to as a Jimmy, I just think of Will Ferrell. Okay, this bitch better be wearing Jimmy's. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, what did you guys think about your little run across the surface? It's like weird. Some of the, like, okay. I'm going to tell you what I think first. Oh, okay. Then, then you can talk. What do you guys think? Uh, I'm going to tell you what I think, though. You're an excellent interviewer. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the, like, on paper, it's, like, cool, you know? like, and, But, like, sometimes with these mini games, the, like, abstraction of it all gets, like, a little, a little fiddly, you know? Nebulous. Yeah, a little yeah. nebulous. But, like, I want you to, you can tell me what you thought about it mechanically but i also want you to think about it like in canon what that was like i mean the five of you were running across the surface of the arc prime with like a massive starship war still happening like right above you and like shrapnel and stuff coming down and you found a crash ship and like there's just a lot going on that i feel like didn't really get uh addressed because we were focused on the game part of it and so i kind of want to talk about some of that as well as what your thoughts on the little mini game was yeah i mean that's often i feel like my experience with stuff that that gets really you know gamified like that is that it just for me like takes me out of like really visualizing what's happening because we're just worried about like mechanically what do we need to roll to to Mm -hmm. achieve these objectives you know yeah it's all it's almost like i think some of this stuff would be better if it was actually more nebulous in terms of the, the gamification of it, mm-hmm. actually, I think it was like you're running across the surface of this thing. And this, this meteor, you know, or this asteroid or this piece of debris or whatever it is, is going to hit you. And it's like, I say a prayer to my deity to try and, and prevent that from, from hitting us. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I then, th- you know what I'm like, you know what I mean? Like, I, 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 honestly, Giving giving more leeway to to creatively solve a thing as opposed to limiting your potential actions within a narrow framework. Mm-hmm. So we'll I say think this. sometimes makes it harder in order. It makes it harder for you to be in in fiction. Mm-hmm. Is so like point. a random so, table of events you're suggesting, like. 
No. No. He's saying that like it's not so specific of here's the actions you can do to respond to the random table of events. And you have like, to get this many successes and we're gonna do all this this round. Yeah. Like if you were just like, here's here's a thing. Uh-huh. What do you do? So I guess. Technically, um, the GM can do that. I think that it's written this way so that people who don't want to have to like think about all of the the rules and and what goes behind this, what goes behind that, like how do I handle this and technically like space. Um, they're like, here's this simple set of rules that you can follow. And if you want to, you can always deviate. Like that's just a GM preference. Well, so this one, so you're blaming me. No, no, no. this this one specifically (laughs) gives agency to the players to be able to do that at GM's discretion to be able to give success points for specific actions they can do by activating an ability. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, know? nobody took, nobody chose yeah. that option. But um, I mean, I didn't choose it because Fel doesn't have anything that could help move them more quickly, or could yeah. avoid, you know, the any obstacles, or uh, deal with the the unexploded ordinance, or you know, like I might I could have done that, something with that one. But I like, think that you know we could have pulled like all these options out, but then that probably would have resulted in like this being two episodes of you guys running across because there would have mm-hmm. been a lot more deliberation and a lot mm-hmm. more, well, can I do this? Or, well, mm-hmm. and then, you know, like, is what's going on? Give me more details about this. Can I, you know, and like this kind of streamlines it. So for that, it makes it like good exactly. for that. Yeah. But, um, but yeah, I think that it's easy, like Heath said, to kind of get caught up in the numbers of it and forget like the scope of what's actually happening yeah. to the PCs. Yeah, the so, I, I, so I do want to like, kind of speak to that and and give a little bit of time to that before we get into this fight with the dragon this lead up that 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 went to that you know you guys got blasted by electricity ziva got sent flying back hundreds of feet from you know an explosion yeah so what what do your characters feel i mean you guys your characters have to be just exhausted exhausted and spent in like i think um, they're probably beyond the point of exhaustion to where they're not exhausted. Like they're Second just they're style. just going, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going by to their say, own I'm momentum. Going, I'm going to say that they're not exhausted because I don't want you to give us all the exhaustion <laughs> state or affliction. Oh, everyone, check the fatigue condition. Yeah, yeah. go ahead, yeah. go ahead and put that on there real quick. Nope. You know. Um, but but like I, I I. I think that, like, our characters are probably... They're just in go mode still. And probably, like yeah. the, like their others said, just being carried by their own momentum right now. Well, and I, adrenaline. Like, this yeah. is, mm-hmm. like, the, the sheer kind of terrifying nature of what they're doing would be just, like... It's like being, you know, in a war zone. Like, we're on the outside of the ship. Obstacles come and flying at us. Like, it's just go, go, go. Like fear reaction mode is what it would mm-hmm. would really be like if you were that person well for Oren Fell and Ziva this isn't our first rodeo true we we had a, a like I don't want to say a forced march but like a long sprint on the surface of Arellos mm-hmm. yeah you know yeah. In, mm-hmm. in, a, in similar conditions right running Underneath artillery fire that's that's yes. raining down above you, Back but that was like a right. single squad essentially. Whereas this is the entirety of Absalom Station Armada against this massive ship. So in theory, yes, but the magnitude and scale of it is just the magnitude stupid. and scale. I don't think, at least for Fell, wouldn't matter. the The circumstances are the same. You know, we're trying to get from point A to point B in a hostile environment, and we're trying to do it as quickly as we can. You know, whether it's a prison break or you know a da- mad dash to our ship or a mad dash into a ship, it's still the same. Hmm. Let me add this little bit of wrinkle uh, from from your vantage point. You know, before you were <laughs> saw this giant dragon and distracted by that. You know, if you were if any of you were to take a look back at Absalom Station, because you can see it from here, right? Mm-hmm. And you see the quantum ray 
fully encapsulating Absalom Station, and you actually see kind of right before the dragon emerges from the airlock that this rupture happens in Absalom Station as the Star Stone begins to actually come out of Absalom Station. It's not removed, but you can actually see it like you you're getting the sense that this quantum ray is pulling the star stone out and you're starting to see some damage done to Absalom station as it's breaking, being pulled from its core from that reactive core level where you guys were down at, you know, like the, the, the situation is getting extremely serious, you know? And so Josh, you know, to your point that the circumstances don't matter, I think that they would mentally yeah. this this is a bigger thing you know like because now it's not just the weight of your own survival but of of all of Absalom station yeah the you know, those are the worlds. stakes yeah y- yeah I mean, but like I mean it's a it's a binary option at this point then you you can either choose to completely break down at the mm-hmm. overwhelming circumstances that you find yourself in and yeet yourself off of this thing <laughs> into the void of space or right. you can decide to say fuck all that noise and we keep on pushing those are the yeah. only two options we fight have fight or die there's right. there right. is no other appropriate reaction there is no other viable reaction there is no other realistic reaction right i'm not suggesting that there is or that you guys would be at a at a point to where you just can't go forward i mean you guys are fucking heroes like that's the the i just want to make sure that the stakes are are there in your minds and also in our listeners minds of like because, because you know, as we play through this hour to hour in these episodes, it's easy as we get cracking jokes and stuff to kind of forget the bigger picture of what's happening. You know what I mean? And mm-hmm. before we fight this dragon and go into the ship, these are your last images that you're going to carry with you into the ship. Your motivation to to push through to find a way to stop this quantum ray because this it is literally breaking Absalom Station apart right now. You know. Like, um, so I, you know, again, I, I, I just wanted to kind of give some time to that because it's more than just rolling dice too. There's, there's, there's an actual situation here and you are now confronted by this gargantuan Mm. dragon who, uh, has continued to spout all sorts of civ propaganda, even, even when it meets you. And so I need you guys to all roll initiative. Dirty 20. Dirty 20. 12. 14. Okay. 24 for Adron. Uh, nice. Okay. 31. Okay. We are kicking it off, you guys. Kuiper with a 31 is going to start this combat. All right. So, uh, just after hearing the, this guy just spout his civ nonsense and whatnot, this brainwashing. He just kind of like gets prepared, combat stance. Like whenever you feel bold, got a chimba. I need a new pair of shoes. And he ah. is going to uh, first. Let's do a life science on this mamma jamma. All right. Proud of you. Uh, well, hold on. That might not be what you need to roll. Would it be mysticism, man? Yes. Uh, That's what it is. This, uh, I think, life science will work. Okay, I was gonna say engineering. Is this a robot dragon? <laughs> a robot dragon. Yeah, let's see. Actually, no. I'm gonna use my fucking dice, man. I've been rolling rocks. Let's see. Okay, that's a 17. 27 sounds like enough to me. Uh, let's see. 17 plus 11. That is 28. No, 17 plus uh, 17. Yes. Yeah, 27 yep, plus, plus 11. Plus eleven. Okay. Wait, what? You're just saying numbers now. Apologies. What did you roll? I rolled a seventeen. And what's your bonus? Twenty-seven. Okay. That's forty-four. Forty-four. Yes. Okay. You have a plus twenty-seven to life science. Yes, I do. Okay. Uh, Okay. Well, that's going to get you like a lot. Um, (laughs) We'll, you know, four questions. We'll say. Okay, so uh, let's get the obvious out of the way. So, uh, uh, weaknesses. Uh, none. Special abilities. It has void adaptation, which means that it's inured to the void of outer space. 
Uh Um, So it's immune to cosmic rays, immune to environmental effects of the vacuum, and doesn't need to breathe. Uh It has... Okay, it has alien presence, which you guys, I I didn't realize it had until now, so you're actually going to have to make a roll here. Um, So the mere presence can have a uh, deleterious effect for those nearby. Uh, Okay, so no. Uh, It activates this aura as part of an attack or move. Um, And it only lasts for a round when it does that. Uh, It has a range of 30 feet and it functions as as frightful presence. Um, Okay. Alright. It also has obliterate so any creature that is reduced to zero hit points by the Void Dragon's bite attack must spend one resolve point or be immediately slain and reduced to dust. So make sure you keep that resolve handy so you don't lose your body. We, mm. I think we would have a total meltdown if we lost another character mm-hmm. this quickly. Um, and it has breath weapons. Two different breath weapons. One electric and one suffocating. Mm. Suffocating. Oh. Yeah, if we're already wearing our suits, it will bypass your suit protections. And I'm sorry, what kind of dragon is this? Avoid dragon. Okay. All right, that was. Well, I would avoid this dragon if I could. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Okay, so just real, just to go back real quick on the obliterate. It's reduced to zero by bite attack. By the bite attack uh, only. Yeah. 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 Um, I mean, it, yeah. Yeah. If you if your HP is reduced to zero by the bite attack only, and you have zero resolve points. No, you spend a resolve. Yeah. If uh-huh. you have zero, but the, as it's worded, you have to spend a resolve point to not be reduced to dust. Okay. Spend a resolve point. Got it. Thank you. All right. And finally, it has a crush attack, special attack. So. Uh, if it ends a flying or jumping movement, it can land on targets. Oh, oh shit. Okay. Don't like squash that. you. And what, <laughs> is it, what is that called, landing on targets? Crush. Crush, thank you. All right, cool. That makes sense. All right, so we've got weaknesses. We've got uh, special abilities. Um, uh, Help me out here. Sorry, I'm, a, I'm having a brain fart. Um, ACs? ACs, resistances. We can get Which resistance. Ones? We can't get ACs. Uh, okay, go. Resistance immunities. Hmm? All right. Uh, yeah, I'll give you that. Uh, immunities, cold, confusion, insanity, paralysis, um, and sleep. Oh, cold, insanity, um, uh, and okay. confusion, and paralysis. Uh-huh. That's it. Okay. And no uh, resistances. Uh, yeah, I'm sorry. It has DR15 magic. Mm. And has spell resistance. D- Wait, what do you mean? DR fifteen magic? Like it means magic is a magic weapon is the only thing that would bypass oh, the DR. Okay. okay. So I think right. most of ours our most of ours are because we have like yeah thingies on them. You have a fusion on it. It counts as a yeah. magic weapon, right? Correct. Yes. Not mine. Okay. So we are roughly about 45 feet away from this dragon, uh, which uh, looks like it's a not massive, but large. Nor would that Gargantuan. Be- Gargantuan. Gargantuan. Okay. Yeah, it's, a, it's a 15 by 15. It's 20 the- by 20. Jeez. Oh, I'm talking, sorry. Okay. 20 by 20. Okay. Yeah. So that means like if you reach within 20 feet of it, you've got to. Okay. Ugh. Okay. Um. Taking that into account, Kuiper is going to... Uh, let's fish for crits and let's try that old quad attack. Okay. Let's fish for natural ones. Mm. <laughs> Still a crit. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Okay, so uh, first attack is a 35. Okay, uh, 35 is a hit. All right, okay. Uh, and this is, I'm sorry, e, uh, EAC or KAC? Uh, that is going to be. Uh, KAC. Alright, and you're firing with a uh, uh, elite rotating what, pistol. Yeah, what ty- I'm sorry, what type of damage? Oh, uh, piercing. Okay. Alright. So, one of four is a success. Let's see. 
Second one is a 28. That's a fail. All right. Okay. Third one is a 30. Miss. And fourth one is also a miss. Okay. So you got one hit here. Do you have a fusion on that weapon? Uh, I do not. Okay, so it's not going to bypass the DR. Let's go ahead and roll for the damage. Okay. It's 84. You know what? I'm just going to... Okay. What'd you get? All right, so as you know, only four of that's going to go through. All right. And that is my turn. All right. Etrum is up. Uh, Okay. Um, Let's see. How far away is this thing? 45 or so feet. Uh, Etrum is going to, uh, yeah, we would, I mean, he'd have to draw his weapon. He's going to draw his, uh, Paragon Plasma Bolter. Okay. Uh, and take a shot with it, I guess. All right. <laughs> it's a natural 20. What? For a 39 total. All right. All right. Let's roll to confirm. See if we can draw a card on this. Etrim coming in hot. It's a natural 19. Oh, For a 38. Okay. It hits. Uh, Yeah, it definitely hits. That's confirmed critical. Uh, So roll a D8 for me. Okay. Five. All right. This is from uh, Old Scratch. It's called Shockwave. Uh, your projectile breaks the nebulous sound barrier as it travels. Deal an extra 2d6 sonic damage alongside your critical hit damage. Well, that sound barrier would be real nebulous out here in space. Right, right, right. <laughs> I like it. Uh, thank you, old scratch. All right, so roll your double your critical damage and then roll another 2d6. And this okay. is all going to bypass the DR. Because it's energy, so... Okay, sorry. I, I have to type all this in. I just double... I double it, not... Ro- or roll it twice? I'm, yeah, I'm, you roll it twice. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. All right, 2d6. So, yep. Uh, that In total, that's going to be 110 damage. Wow! Holy Huge shit. shot from Etrim. So talk to me about this bolter shot that you like start off with, you know? Yeah. So, I mean, I think uh, before we even get there, I want to kind of get in Etrim's headspace a little bit. Like Etrim's a badass, but has been mostly on like, you know, protection duty for the pools, uh, as well as, you know, whatever else he's done for, uh, Madam Ziva. I don't mean to discount any of his history I might not know about. However, he has not been one of the core members of the fucking APA squad. So, uh, this would be kind of terrifying to to come with you guys in the first place and then run up on a dragon, right? But, Mm -hmm. so, seeing that that happens, he steals himself, standing next to uh, Madam Ziva, who he would do anything to protect, and uh, being that there's so much distance between them, he's on, uh, unwilling to currently run up and try to just, you know, swing in melee on a dragon. So pulls out this Paragon uh, Plasma Bolter. I keep wanting to say Cross Bolter. Uh, plasma Bolter. Takes aim. It's unwieldy. He can only fire one shot with it. He cannot uh, uh, full attack with it. Okay. So just really like aims straight at the face of the dragon, trying to aim for the eyes to him are like that's the weak spot to aim for because everything else might be plated up, you know? Mm-hmm. And just just times it takes a deep breath, lets it out, and fires off one shot, aiming right at its face. Okay, that's fucking awesome. <laughs> oh you want to play games with the sieve just surrender but that hurt <laughs> but, but that hurt but that did hurt it's, it's gonna hurt a little more cause it also has the the uh, wound critical uh, so you choose either the card or the oh, wound oh that's right god damn 
I'm sorry. If you would rather do the wound, we can take the two d six damage the off. Car- the card gave me what? I'm sorry. The two d six extra damage. Oh. oh. Yeah, it's five damage, or like I might cut his fucking arm off. You mm-hmm. know. I, I I love you, old scratch. I'm gonna take back five damage and take right. that wound. All right. So roll a d twenty. Just a twenty. It's not a D100 for the wound? No. Nope. Okay. Uh, uh, five? Five. All right. So you're going to put bleed. Okay. Nice. Which is pretty good, right? It's good. Nice. Is it a certain amount of bleed? That's a D6 of bleed, yep. D6 of bleed, yeah. Uh, we won't roll it till it's, it's uh, the right. dragon's turn. Fine, then. Okay. Aaron, you're up. Uh, okay. Um... I got. I don't think that I have a choice in this. I, I think that if I don't do this now, that we're gonna get absolutely clobbered with a breath weapon. Yep. So the only, the only smart play here is Orin will produce one of those spell gems that he just got uh, as his movement action, and then for his, you know, standard action, he will cast that spell, which is resistant Aegis. And um, he will grant everybody in the party, including himself, energy resistance five against all five energy types, and that lasts nice. sixteen nice. minutes. Oh wow! Oh nice, sweet. Well, thank you. Appreciate it. Uh, all right, so everybody's got a little uh, energy resistance, um, and you you know you, you crush that spell gem in your hand, and poof, this this wave of magical energy. Uh, encompasses the entire group here and is now Pasiodias' turn. Oh, that just rolls off the tongue. Yeah. Alright, so you called it. Now, remember that the dragon is flying right now. It's up in the air and so from the air is going to do the breath weapon down on you. Uh, We're going to do the regular breath weapon rather than the suffocation breath weapon. Uh, so I need everybody to roll a reflex save as a 60 foot cone of electric, electric damage comes your way. Yeah. It's a 19 for Ziva. 32 for Kyper. I rolled pretty high. What did you say it was? Reflex? Reflex. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, 28. Okay. 38 for Phil. Okay. Twenty-five. 25 meets beats. Oh, uh, thank God. Uh, what'd you roll, John? Kuiper, what'd you get? Okay, so everybody succeeded except for Ziva. the captain. So, Captain, you're going to take the full brunt of this, everybody, but Kuiper is going to take half, and Kuiper will take none. Yep. It is electric damage, so you'll have a little bit of reduction here, uh, resistance but it doesn't stack? stack, by the way. It doesn't stack. It doesn't no. stack. No, whatever oh, your highest value uh, is yeah. for that element mm-hmm. is what it yeah. is. No, so if you have 15 electricity resistance, yeah. you still get five to every other type. Yeah. But you don't get 20 electricity. Okay. And I wanted 20. Yeah, I feel <laughs> That was 19 D10 worth of electric damage. Oof. That's a like lot. Damage, man, if man. this was a normal attack, I'd bodyguard it, but... Can't, okay. can't do it. 123 damage to Ziva. And then 61 damage to everybody else except for Kuiper. Reduced by 5. Or oh. 15. 120 what to Ziva? 123. Reduced so reduce by that by 5. F- right. So that's well, 108 to you. Yeah. Kuiper takes none. The rest of you will take 61, but with the five reduction, takes it down to 56. So everybody takes 56 points of electric damage. Okay, then it's going to land on you guys with the crush. Uh, I cannot get all of you, so I am going to get the f- everybody but Ziva. Boom. Crushing. So everybody is prone. And pinned. No, Including no. Ziva? Roll. Not Ziva. Okay. No roll. And the damage you will take is 68 points of bludgeoning damage. Oh my god. Good dude. lord, dude. For, for no, no save? No save. It's just a... 
No hitting ACs, nothing? nothing. This is automatic no. damage? Yep, this has happened before um, in the World Seed when the little, like, scorpion robot landed on you guys, too. Six, how much was 60 what? 68 bludgeoning. 68. Jesus God, dude. I took how? 63 of my 64 stamina. And it is Ziva's turn. Okay, hold on. I'm looking at something real quick. Um, oh, and I go ahead and roll a d6 of bleed there, Heath. Okay. Uh, four. Oh, not bad. Yeah. Um, I'm ready. Go. Let's do it. Ziva sees this fucking dragon land on top of every other member of her crew. And that's not acceptable. You see her reach up and, like, touch the tiara on her head. And we're going to use my last remaining translocation to get myself and the rest of the party out of there. And I think, I don't know, y'all tell me, do you want to back up against the wall or do you want to go behind? There's like a, is there any cover in this yeah, place? The, yeah, there's like little, like, um, buildings or like outcroppings you can cover, get cover okay. behind. Can we um, still fire I, from those? I was gonna. I mean, you'd have to be the at the corner. corner. Yeah. yeah, you'd have to be at the campfire through them. No. Okay. Um, yeah, gonna move the whole party. Ziva's gonna hang back here. Okay. And then just the party grouped kind of around her. Clutch. It functions as a teleport spell, so that would be a standard a action. Standard action. Um, All right. So for move action, as we settle. Uh, she says, uh, get them. Uh, and just kind of like peeks back around to not be <laughs> in the line of sight. All right. So there's a get them on it. The, and so, I mean, but that's huge. The oh. captain like sees this dragon smash her crew after taking a huge breath weapon of electricity says, oh, hell no. Gets them out of there. Uses the last remaining use of the tiara. Mm-hmm. And uh, it is now Felino's turn. All right, so Fel has kind of a nothing burger turn. He's got to do his first round charge up stuff. Okay. Which I always want to do pre combat, like as soon as I see something, but like it never happens. So, you know, I'm going to use Miracle Worker for my movement action and then downgrade my standard to a movement to do combat tracking. So, got plus two attack, plus two to damage for Miracle Worker. It's my last use of it. Okay. Um,. As you're lining up to shake that shot, Ziva would call out... Oh, I'm, okay, I'm, not, we, I'm not shooting, though. Okay. Well, anyway, Ziva just calls out and says, Maybe we don't want to, you know, congregate. Scatter! Yeah, scatter. Let's not let this happen again. Really? Yeah. All um, right. So, yeah, I, I just, just buffed myself this turn. All right. End of round one. Top of round two. Kuiper, you're up. <sighs> All right. Well... Mm, this is this is uh, interesting, um, especially with the fact that it's immune to cold. Um, so I couldn't just switch to my other weapon. Um, yeah, so we're gonna go go ahead, and he's seeing that like yeah, we we just uh, got saved here. Um, he's gonna like we don't need to clump, and he's going to fly off uh, due west. Okay. Um, and at the same time, uh, try a trick attack. All right, let's go. Yeah, so we're going to go ahead and take 10 on that trick attack. That's going to bring that to a, uh, let's see, sneak. Okay, so yeah, that's going to be a 41. All right, that's a successful trick. Nice, 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 nice. Okay, uh, just for, let's see if I get the attack. That is 40 against KAC. That is a hit. All right. 26 plus 28. That is 54, 40, 54 piercing. All right. Uh, of that, only some of that's going to go through, mm-hmm. right? So 54 mm-hmm. minus 15 is going to be 39. So 39 yeah. points of damage goes through. However, that was a successful trick attack, so you can try to impose a condition. It uh, is already bleeding. Okay, okay. it's already bleeding. 
I am, hold on. I, I wrote, wrote all the immunities down, just making sure. Okay, so confusing, okay, all right. Uh, just to get it out of the way, I'm pro, let's try the stunned. All right, so I roll a fortitude save, right? Yeah. All right, that is a 27. All right. Does that beat the DC? For your operative exploits, the DC is equal to 10 plus one and a half your op times your operative level plus your dex. So you're 17, so I do not beat it, even even without having to do the math. Uh, so stunned, I you have stunned the dragon. All right. With, a, yeah. su with a successful attack there uh and so stun means that i can't do anything for the round yes <laughs> uh, so you have God. taken this dragon out of combat for a round is the you, number one you, stunner you, and, <laughs> and is flat-footed on top of that making it much easier to hit excellent turn from kuiper there with getting that stunning shot off it is now etram's turn yeah and so um because we're trying to spread out a little bit. Etrum is actually going to fly up. I wanna, okay. I've, got, I've got a force pack. I want to fly up 60 feet. Okay. Uh, and take a straight shot. Straight up? Yes, yeah, straight up. Uh, and, 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 you know, I'm just assuming other people will move kind of other directions. Just keep it, you know, mm -hmm. mess, with, mess with verticality and everything. Uh, and we'll take another shot with the... Uh... Um, you're not going to want to go 60 feet up. As if you remember, I told you anything above 45 feet will send you into zero gravity. So okay. so maybe 45 feet. I just don't want you cascading off into space. You know, like... I mean, I, I guess I was just assuming because like, I've got fucking jetpack i figured i could i mean i hear you easy. but can you do me a favor and not make me have to look up zero gravity rules and just hover at 45 feet <laughs> sure thanks yeah uh so etram you know listening to the command of uh of his his madam uh ziva flies up <clears throat> uh takes aim again at the uh dragon that we're we've been <laughs> thrown here and says the greatest goddamn Vesk anyone's ever seen didn't die, so his friends could be thwarted by some pretentious draconic door guardian. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Uh, and we'll see how it is. Okay, thirty-six to hit EAC. That's gonna hit. Oh, sweet. Okay, cool. Fifty-eight electric and fire damage heck yeah that all goes through man Boom. nice yeah again just aiming at the face you know just like it, it, he doesn't know dragon anatomy you know mm -hmm. like I assume eyes are a good spot <laughs> yeah oh goodness okay uh Oren you're up okay so I've first of all Oren's going to hold his turn until after the dragon. That shouldn't be an issue this turn, I imagine. Yeah, I mean, the dragon's not doing anything Exactly. This turn. It just changes. Mm. It just changes the turn order so that I can respond in the future to anything that he does. I like because, it. Because, I mean, we... So the current situation for anybody keeping score at home, Oren has one stamina, Ziva has single-digit stamina, Fel has single-digit stamina. I cannot affect any healing on anybody on their stamina. However, due to how low we are in stamina, we are in we are all in one shot range from this guy's next attack. We could potentially lose this could potentially be a TPK the next time that it attacks with anything. So the only chance that I have is that he doesn't one shot us the next time he can attack and then I can heal. That's the only uh, that there is there is no other option, right? Um, so I have one I have one opportunity to attack him. Every other round will be defensive. There's only one chance for me to even do any offense. 
However, he's got insane spell resistance that's still in effect, even though he's stunned. The only thing that I can realistically do uh, is this, and, and given the dire circumstances, this Orin's burning his candle at both ends, I think, um, and he's going to spend one resolve point as a full round action to cast Meteor Shower. So uh, he lifts up both arms and you can just feel like you can just tell how, how much he's straining as he pulls in all of this space debris and these meteorites and sends them flying down at the dragon because we are outside and can see the stars the meteorites will deal 12 d10 damage with a reflex save for half now I don't think he can roll a reflex save if he's stunned um if he can't move and can't take actions then he can't move out of the way, which is what a reflex save is. I don't think that's accurate. I mean, it just says, stunned is you just can't take actions, but a save is not an action. It's not a move action, it's not a standard action, it's not a swift action, it's not a reaction. It's just... This is one of those times Mm -hmm. where a mechanic makes zero sense. Mm -hmm. Like, I mean, you cannot justify how this creature would move out of the way when it cannot move. Like, nobody can justify that. So it's not that it can't move, it's just stunned. You know what I mean? Like, it's not paralyzed, which is the difference, you know? Mm. Okay. Alright, so roll a reflex save. Okay. I will. Well, should we do the spell resistance first? It's not a spell. Meteor Shower is not a spell, it's a supernatural no. ability. Correct, yeah, Got so it's it. going to bypass. That's specifically why I'm doing this one. All right, my reflex, I, have. I rolled a 23. Okay, DC's 26. As a nice. failure, you're going to take all, all right. of this 63. Bludgeoning and fire, this is all magical damage right. because it's a supernatural ability. All right, so, so meteors just rain down, like you literally calling them from space down through the shield because magically they can bypass it I guess and just wham, 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 and like or he just stu- warps them in I don't yeah, you know yeah, I mean yeah. it doesn't specify the, the, the stunned dragon is just like trying to shake off that shot as it like clipped like the frontal lobe of her brain and as she's trying to do that she just gets pounded by meteors for 63 points of damage which all goes through it nice. is now Ziva's turn May the odds be ever in your favor, everyone. This is a very real chance that people are going to die next turn. Um, I don't think so, because Eva's going to use a full action uh, to use Inspiring Oration to get everybody, all of our people, because everybody's within 60 feet of me, um, and she's going to call out, like, I guess three comms, because we're mic'd up and everything. It's like, this is just a big fucking lizard. Don't worry, boys. Let's just take care of this nonsense. Get inside. Get down to business. Come on. And that will give everyone... I'm going to spend a resolve to add my level to it. Um, It's going to be 76 stamina points back for everybody. That is... 76? Correct. That is the only time I can do that unless we get another short rest. (laughs) Yeah. And that's very, my whole turn. Good, so get him is now off because I wasn't able to re-up it. Okay, Fell, you're up. You've charged up. Yeah. All right. So Fell has a movement speed of 40 feet. I'm going to move to the northwest. First, let me ask just to double check to make sure this this little little box area here on the map that I'm pinging mm-hmm. right now mm-hmm. that is cover, correct? Just, if you were just to get like behind the stuff. It, yes. Okay, yes. but that's that's like an obstruction. Uh, so Fell is going to run to the northwest. All right. So I moved. I moved twenty feet to the northwest, and we're going to move another five, ten feet to the west, so that I can have hopefully partial cover, but still be able to take a shot um, at the dragon, who is a good ways south of me, but 55, 60 feet away from me, but. Uh, my weapon's got 100 foot, 150 foot range, so it's all good. So standard action, I'm going to use superior overcharge. So an extra 46 damage if my normal shot hits. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to go ahead and do that attack roll. 
Uh, that's not great. Uh, 29 against EAC. Thank you, Foundry. Uh, that's not going to get it. Cool. Well, that's... Wait, is there a get No, there's not a get him. No. Dang. No. No, I found, uh, found your roll to two for me, so sweet. Oof. All right, Kuiper, you're up. All right, we're going to stand and bang. So, where I'm at, let's try that again. Before you let's, do that, let us get some bleed on that dragon. I forgot um, to get that during the stunned. Yeah, fuck that dragon. Five. Yeah. Five. Yeah, good nice. bleed. Nice. All right. All right, you're you're good to go now, buddy. All right. Okay. So we already know that the uh, trick attack will auto succeed. So the dragon is no longer stunned as that stops at the top of your turn. Right. Okay. And so yeah. trick attack. I'm uh, gonna try to impose staggering if I hit. Uh, Thirty-six against KAC. What you got? Josh, uh, I just saw a flat-footed fall off the dragon. Would that twenty or no twenty-nine was, hit uh, with flat-footed? I was I was figuring that. Okay, just uh, thirty-six. However, does hit against the dragon. Excellent. Uh, and as I said, I'm uh, going to impose staggering, staggered on it. And, and there's no roll on that, right? That just gets in there. Is that correct? It looks like it. I'm double checking. Hold on, sorry. No, oh, fortitude save. Okay. Go ahead and roll your damage while I roll the fortitude save. All right. I failed the fortitude save with the 22, so we'll be nice. staggered. Okay, so that is going to be 49 points of piercing. Minus 15, so that right. takes it down to 34, right? Yep, 34. Okay, you guys are doing some good work on this dragon. Uh, Etram, you have the possibility to finish this up. Uh you know, Tizak's very maybe overly dire and pessimistic view. You don't want to give the dragon another turn, <laughs> right? Uh, yeah, so I it's, mean, it, yeah, it's it's fair, fair point. Um, <clears throat> so because I have an unwieldy weapon, I can't full attack anyways. So I am going to fly a little bit south, mm-hmm. just in the if we don't kill it, um, just to be spreading out a little more. Uh, you can't. Oh, you're flying. Yep, you're good yeah, to go. Yeah, I'm like 45 mm-hmm. feet in the air. Yeah, uh, and w- once again, take shot with this plasma bolter. Okay, it's not as good. Uh, 33 to hit EAC. That is a hit. Does it? Oh my yes! goodness. Oh, do it. That's like meat meets beats with that. Is it? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Woo! 55. 55. With 38 hit points remaining, ah, yeah. you take down the oh. dragon. Thank goodness. goodness. Oh, my God. oh, that makes me feel so much better. It doesn't get another turn to try to TPK us. No. Right? Uh, yeah, and I don't think a TPK was even going to happen. I think Never we was. hear dragon and we get real nervous. Though, yeah, you got to nervous. To be fair, breath the thing scary did like 150 damage in one yeah. turn. Yeah. yeah. Like, yeah. To everybody. Like, I, 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 I'm actually offended that you are trying to minimize the fact that the thing did 155 damage in one turn. We have mm. like 106 HP and one stamina left. Before Ziva did the inspiring oration, which That's is something that she does easily in one shot range, though. Uh huh. Uh-huh, no, no, uh-huh. no. So, so here's the thing, though, Zach. It wasn't 155. It was 155 times four, so 620 damage in one turn for the breath attack and landing on us. Yeah, well, but it, it I mean, can't concentrate for, but, that on one person. I, I'm not right, saying it right. could concentrate that, but it did that much in one turn. Right. But right. The, so, but you know so, what, so what all I'm saying? All I'm saying. Is I am I am, I, you're gonna have to hold the L on this one because I'm correct. You're justified on it, Zach. Uh, how, yeah. You're not because you guys just decimated yeah, this thing. Like, you know what I, I like? Did a damn thing. I literally said <laughs> the potential for a TPK is high. Not right. that we're definitely dead. Okay. I'm saying we were in one shot range, and that was a correct assessment of the the current circumstances at the time I made the statement. Okay. Yeah. So hold the L, the drag- hold the L, dog. Uh, it's not. I'm not. Uh, so next up. <laughs> uh, 
let me show you what you're looking at here um, with this airlock. Oh, well, that isn't what I thought it was going to be at all. So that's the airlock. So Wait, is that is so it's on, it's on the floor below us? That's this blue thing that's glowing. Oh. Is the okay, airlock. I, I don't understand the dimensions then. I'm, I'm well, confused about that. Like, I, like what I'm confused about so one is... One is in just the, like art for... In the, other, in the map is a map. What I'm telling you is that now you have this airlock to deal with. Don't get too hung up on the comparisons of the two because they don't ever really match a lot of the times, <laughs> you know? Like, okay, but the art has them standing on top of the airlock as if the airlock is on the... On it the, is. The it is. Yeah. yeah. It's on it the is. floor on the map. Okay, that's what... I, that's all I was asking. Like, I don't... Oh man! I don't I, then I don't. Then I don't understand what you. What he just, he you asked, thought was is the, the case. Air, he asked, "Is the airlock on the floor?" You said, "No, it's not like the picture." The picture. No, I said it is on the floor, and then he said about the dimensions. Were you th were you asking if it was standing up vertical? Okay, when we go back and and listen to the edit, you will hear that I said, "Is the airlock on the floor?" And then you said, "No," and then I said, "Well, I don't understand what the fuck's going on." That's okay. that's what happened. Well. Right. Yeah. So, so okay. the airlock is on the floor. So the airlock okay. is on the floor. Oh, great! Good deal. I'm really glad we <laughs> cleared that I'll, up. Look, I'll take the L on that one if that's indeed what happened. My bad for confusion there, but it is indeed uh, on the floor. Great. Um, okay, so there's. You're gonna have to try to open this airlock now. Uh-huh. Is it a sphincter? Please tell me it's not a sphincter. Uh, it, it is not a sphincter. It doesn't look sphincter. Okay, no, sphincter. it looks like um, a magic door. I'm, I'm going to yeah, describe. Yeah, to them check. I mean, like, what else? Well, yeah, let's what else? let's let's, I, let's, so let's get a description of what this airlock looks like, though, because it's like it's yeah. more than just like just a door. That's yeah. a mm -hmm. circular door in the floor. Like it's it's kind of this this like imagine if you're on the beach and you, like drew a circle with your fingers, right? And then in this raised platform in the center, there's a handful of other smaller circles that have symbols. And kind of scattered about are other glowing circles that have raised bits with like Zen Garden circle designs inside of them. It looks like there are like circles are coming off of it and turning into sort of like a uh, uh, gyroscope. I think is that what that's called when their yeah, rings are spinning around each other. Almost, mm -hmm. almost like a a system of stars and planets, maybe, but just flat. Yeah. Um. Why don't you roll a culture check? Got you, bitch. Uh, on these runes that are encapsulating the airlock. I'm also going to try. Oh, I don't beat that. Is this a 44? Uh, 44 does meet the DC, or beat the DC. Um, you, the runes at least, are there to, are there mainly to deal with like protection and retribution. That's like the meaning that you're taking from the words. Um, you see that there are basically three circles around the airlock. And with that culture check, you'll, you'll understand that one piece, one of each, one of you guys will have to stand in each circle. So this will be three people working to simultaneously unlock this lock. One is standing in a place to move the rings themselves, and that will be an athletics check. The next one will be an engineering check to determine the correct orientation of the circuitry. And then the final one will be a mysticism, mysticism check to channel the energy of the runes into the proper direction. Up to one PC can aid each of these checks as long as that PC is not attempting or aiding another check. So it will, so like the three, three of you will have to choose which circle you want to be in and then think, do all I this simultaneously. I mean, it's already, I, I think we already, we've already chosen. Yeah. yeah. I believe that yeah. you have. I'm just I articulating as clearly yeah. as I can. <laughs> See, it's not engineering for sure. <laughs> yep. I will aid Etram. I'll uh, with take the athletics. The check, yeah. You're well, actually, if you're one level below, so as far I'm as your one, athletics, one, let's, let's find out. I mean, my athletics is 26. I'm 29 athletics. Oh, Kuiper, big tough guy. Yeah, Strong right. boy. Me, yeah. badass over here. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so let's start with the athletics ring, then. Who is going to be the main... Uh, I will. Quick pair. 
And then and then Etram will assist. I'll just go stand in the Dragon Slayer's corner. No big deal. <laughs> no, you'll you'll need to uh, I'm right, making right, a I joke, Adam. Yeah, yeah, I got it. I got it. I got there. Uh, I got there. All right, all right. So Kuiper and Etram are standing in the in the like strength circle. Now who's mm. gonna stand in the engineering circle? Obviously Clearly Oren. Yeah. Fell, are you on your own here, I guess? Uh, yeah, I must be. Unless yeah, uh, Terry Ziva can help can't. in some way. I mean, I could roll for it, but I've only got a plus eight, so it's not a given. Alright, so, and then uh, it makes sense to me, then, that Orn and Ziva would be working together on the mysticism right. side. Okay. All of these checks are going to happen at the same time, but in order to avoid confusion, I'm going to ask for them at one at a time. So let's start with the athletics check, which is going to get an automatic aid. Mm-hmm. From Kuiper. Okay. From. Well, the aid's from me. Yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah. Okay. Oh, that's a nat fucking 20, my dude. So that is going to be. Holy oh, shit, John. Let's what see do you do here. on Where an aid? On an aid? No, it's not an aid. I'm the aider. I auto aid. <laughs> that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 So that would be a 51 if that's a plus two on okay, the aid. Okay, 51. Great. Uh, engineering check. It's a 47, my guy. Beautiful. Beautiful. Woo. And the mysticism. Auto aid. Very good. Fucking natural eight. Oh so that's a, a 38. Okay, with the aid? With the aid, yeah. All right. All three of those pass. All right. Okay. Uh, and so you avoided a lot of, of terrible things. Oh, yay. Um, okay. um, and the airlock opens to reveal a like long passageway that goes into the ship, but it's like at a 90 degree angle from where you're standing. So like there's this disorienting, like yawing effect that you know that in order to go in there, you're going to have to like pitch forward and step forward and just hope that the gravity is oriented. Once you get in the ship to get on the catwalk that goes very, it's like a, like a 200 foot catwalk that goes into the ship to a sphincter door at the end of it. So you guys wow. are standing at the edge of this, of the airlock, uh, before you go in. So what do you want to do? I mean, Fell's gonna right, let's get back in the ship and go back to Absalom <laughs> Station. Hey, that's Fell is going to right there, man. going to use his uh, his jetpack to like. He doesn't really trust the gravity in here. He's he's gone from spacewalk to ship gravity plenty of times to be able to confidently do it, but he doesn't know for sure that this is actually functioning properly, so he's going to use his his uh, jetpack to go in and then kind of feel the gravity out. That's a as, smart move. As he is kind of like doing that, Ziva sort of like looks down the tunnel and then she looks back behind us to where you know the ship is down the way. Um, she looks back at the tunnel she says, Etram, I need you to do something for me. A- anything. You-, you know this. Go back to the ship. Uh, are-, are you sh- sure? We need someone in the ship to make sure that it's still there. So do we have some way to escape once we're finished with this shithole <laughs> and she kind of gestures to the to the hole in the middle of the floor and like telepathically she says and I, I don't know if I could handle losing you at this point do this for me please yeah Etram slowly kind of looks over to the body of the dragon looks down the the walkway looks to all of you guys says I'll help in any way that I can Um, I know you guys can can get this done you're the fucking APA it's been a pleasure to even serve along you for as long as I have this has been the greatest moment of my life but if if you want me to hold on to the ship I'll I'll make sure it's still there for when you absolutely succeed in this mission. <laughs> Stay on the guns. 
keep a wary eye and we'll be back soon and she would kind of like go over looking professional up until she gets close to you and then just give you like the biggest hug right around your middle I guess yeah and he like is kind of stunned by it not mechanically Adam Um, (laughs) and like kind of puts his hands up a little bit and then slowly like all four of his arms kind of embrace you um and he, he looks around at the rest of you and takes one hand and does like a salute. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, Arden will salute back. Yeah, same. Fell will salute back. as he's as he's going into the tunnel. Oh, cool. <laughs> just like <laughs> he's he's. I mean, he. The thing is, yeah. he was in the process of like feeling it out and going in as you started doing the thing, and yeah, he'll like sees it, sees the situation, and gives a salute as he just kind of like fades off into Tips the tunnel. Him. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And you, you, you'll need the- to get the. You'll need to get the keys from Oren. <laughs> oh yeah, Oren tosses in the keys for sure. Yeah, he, he catches them. <laughs> Don't you dare sal- miss that catch. Salute, but still saluting, still hugging Ziva. But, He's got four arms. Yeah. <laughs> He's got one hand here, catches one with the keys, still full hugging on Ziva. Uh, but, you know, it, it catches them. Um, and, and really, like, looks at all you guys for, for a good long second again. And, and if Etrim wasn't such a big old, big old tough guy, you'd see uh, a single tear fall down. But it, but you don't see one. Right. But he's, you can here. tell that this is the proudest moment of his life. Um, mm. And he gets to kill the fucking dragon. <laughs> um, and as he, oh, yeah, go ahead. No, as you're walking off, Ziva would telepathy, like, via telepathy, be like, maybe, you know, like, grab a, a scale or something off of that dragon. That's pretty crazy. That's like a wild keepsake. Trying to lighten the mood just a little bit, like. Yeah, and he uh, blasts off with his force pack straight to the dragon, trying to <laughs> just hits it with a hammer a couple of times, trying to break off some chunks. There is a Mark Three mindlets mind link circlet on the dragon. Ooh la la. Okay. Uh, that you know. We're all mind linked. Yeah, but Etrim is well, so, yeah. so now but, you can talk uh, now, with Etrim yeah. on the ship. Yeah, yeah. 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 so Fuck for yeah. when you when you guys need to make your harrowing escape, he can zoom in with the ship right there. There we go. Perfect. Perfect. Yeah. Okay. okay. Cool. So just real quick, I do want to ask. So what's the what's 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 it look like out there? Looking back at the Absalom Station right now, does it look like the, the battle is is still? Like well, yeah, I mean, that's uh, yes and it's no. Like it's, it's been twenty five seconds since the beginning of this episode, <laughs> where I told you that the Starstone is starting to be pulled out of the Absalom uh-huh. Station, so it's bad still. Yeah, okay. <laughs> Not okay. much has changed in twenty five seconds. I was really hoping uh, that twenty five would turn it all around. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, the hug okay, was so longer than twenty five seconds. It's it's a shame. <laughs> it's a shame that Etrim is leaving now because. Everybody, including Etrim, has leveled up. Oh! Oh shit! Yeah. <laughs> oh! Uh, wow! Okay. okay. Nice. Uh, um. So that puts Etrim at what? Seventeen, and the rest of yeah. you guys at eighteen. 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 Good boy. Jesus Christ! We'll deal with that later because you guys are going to go into the Ark Prime. Is that still the? I mean, Fell's already there, so. I mean, yeah, we're yeah, we're not we, getting back in the ship and going no. home. Right. We're reaching, baby. Do. Right. He like locks you guys out. You can't come back in. <laughs> yeah. No, you gotta do this. Uh, so you guys do step in and the gravity does assert itself as you step in. Oh and crazy. So, so it's this weird feeling as you step you know, yeah. and then boom, you like hit the catwalk. And uh you're in this massive spherical airlock that was clearly built to hold several dozen beings at once. Um, as you make your way down the catwalk, after several feet, it expands to encompass the entirety of the sphere's diameter before contracting again at the closed interior sphincter door at the end of the, the hall, or the catwalk. Uh, a panel next to that portal flashes with an orange light, which provides the only illumination here. Small particles of dust float lazily through space. I would like to examine that panel. Okay. Um, you can roll a computer's check. Oh, okay. Sure, yeah. 
Oh, wait, yeah, I, I auto aid. So. Right, right, right. Auto. Okay. Uh, that is a 47. 47. Okay. You easily start the airlock cycle. The, the big door behind you starts to close. You can start to feel like the depressurization happening. But because you rolled so well, you get this weird, vague suspicion that this was easier than it should have been. Almost as if the ship was letting you in without much oh opposition. God. Oh God. And before you can even like really process what that means, the door in front of you opens and you see a blank corridor beyond. And then instantly you're engulfed by a mysterious green light in this like subsonic hum just in this, I mean, it's like blinding green light. You can't see anything else but green flash of light. And then everything, all your senses, you're gone. What? End of book two. And we'll see you. Oh. Uh, no. Okay. Uh, no. Uh, I need more. Uh, we'll find out by the board. Next time. Oh. Oh, well, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you.